Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Utah Jazz blow out the Milwaukee Bucks, 104-88. to Welcome to Postcast. I'm David Locke, along with Ron Boone here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, this one was not particularly close tonight. It, it really wasn't. I mean, the separation came in that second quarter. Uh, Jazz had a ton of really good looks in, in the game, and you could just see it was just going to be a matter of time before the Jazz was able to put this team away. Quinn Snyder really prepares this team incredibly well. And one of the signs to me is what they've done to teams that are below 500. And the Jazz win again tonight against a below 500 team. They're 23-5 and in those circumstances. And, and what I'm seeing there, Ron, is this was the case tonight. Quinn prepares well enough. He finds where their weaknesses are, and then he just abuses them in areas where they're not good. And, and that's a sign of a coach that knows how to prepare for a team. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's very hard work because you got to watch a lot of film, and then you got to test the, the personnel, what guys, um, uh, what guys are in certain positions when 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 you're trying to get something done out there in the floor. I'm talking about defensively and how you can take advantage of it. I mean, that's just film work, and then a guy that uh, that spends a lot of time uh, preparing for a team. We saw it in two areas tonight specifically. One, uh, every time Jabari Parker was in the at the four. Uh, after the starting lineups were done, he went small, put Joe Johnson or someone like that on him, and Joe Johnson had a, ma- a mammoth night. And the other was Milwaukee over shifts defensively, opening up corner threes, and the Jazz took 20 corner threes tonight. There's no way I can tell you this for a fact, but I'm almost certain that that's the season high by any team in the NBA. It's an it's an inconceivable number if you understand the league. The, the Jazz averaged six and a half corner threes a game. Tonight they took 20. The Jazz averaged about 7% of their shots. Tonight they took 25% of their shots. It's it's an incredible number. Well, it's an incredible number, especially when you look at the stat sheet. You look at the number of threes the Jazz averaged, which is about 26, 27 a game. And you look at the, the, the number of threes they took tonight. Now, those numbers you just gave me, they took 23s out of 29 three-point shots they took came from the corner. Well, and, and let's, for those who don't understand, and, and there's no reason you should, why the corner three is so important, here's what it is. The average corner three in the NBA is 1.2 points per shot. League average on corner threes is right about 40 39%, so it's really 1.18. The above the break three is a little less, but that 39% corner three shot, which the Jazz shot a little better and they shot 9 of 20 tonight, I mean, that's one. Of, that's basically the most efficient shot in the game. The restricted area right next to the rim, teams only shoot 60%. So that's 1.2 points per shot. The corner three is 1.18. That's basically the best shot you can get in the game right now. David, all those numbers you just gave me meant nothing to me. And I'll tell you why. Because that corner three is a little closer. But to me, 
when I was playing, that was a tougher shot for me because there's no backboard. You're just shooting at the rim. So the angle was probably a better shot for me. So that tells me how good these players are getting and how you can take advantage of something like that. I'm, I'm just joking about your numbers, right. you know. But uh, that just, it, that's remarkable because I've always felt I had to have a, a backboard. I mean, something that, even though I'm not shooting at the backboard, I needed something there. That corner three was a tough shot. Part of tonight, Joe Johnson abused Jabari Parker. So it's hard to tell whether or not it's really who Joe Johnson was. But he was terrific in the first half. His ball movement was electric. Igor Kokoskov at halftime pointed that out. And then what jumped out to me during the game, Ron, is, wait a sec, this is Joe Johnson on three games rest. And a lot of the playoffs are going to be two and three days rest. And this was a really good Joe Johnson tonight. It was a great Joe Johnson. Now, he played in that playing tonight 27 minutes. And Joe, for the season, he's only been getting, well, I'll take that back. He's been getting 22 minutes. So he played about eight minutes more than he normally normally played. But I thought he played more with the ball in his hands tonight than we've seen him play in, in, in quite some time. They used him in the pick and roll a bit more. Yeah, um, things, uh, Milwaukee, seeing how Milwaukee would defend on that. Uh, Rudy Gobert and Gordon Hayward have just become stalwarts. We don't want to miss uh, involve, not talk about them. But 26 points, 15 rebounds for Rudy. He was he was totally dominant. Thonmaker had no chance against him. Greg Monroe, frankly, had no chance. And then Gordon Hayward was just this kind of quiet assassin all night with 27. You know, he, he just, uh, I think he's remarkable because the game is, is it, it looks easy for him. Uh, I mean, just his shots, and we're just talking about the offensive end. His defense has been really, really good. He's rebounding very well. He had four rebounds tonight and five assists. But offensively, he's in, in what I'm seeing is that spots on the floor that he gets to that where he's comfortable, he's getting there. I mean, in other words, very few teams have been able to take that away from him. And so that's one of the reasons you see him shoot such a great percentage. They're eight for 13 tonight. Kind of a bummer from a fan standpoint. I was so excited to see Giannis Adetokounmpo, and he really was just, he absolutely, he wasn't very good tonight. I mean, he wasn't, the Jazz built a wall defensively. He didn't get his open court opportunities, and he was really negated and muted in the half court. You know, fast break points tonight for the Milwaukee Bucks, only nine. And I think some of those came in, in the fourth quarter with uh, with Parker, you know, getting out and, and, and running and get some, getting some dunk. So, and I think that's when he's at his best. So by the Jazz not letting him, this team run, uh, that second quarter belonged to, the, to belong to Utah. He only got 10 shots. And, I, and again, I thought some of those was forced in that fourth quarter. I mean, he was like, I got to get a, I got to score. I got to make, try to make some things happen because he was not able to get all the way to the basket. And, uh, they, what, 30, almost 39 minutes and only get 10 shots up. You know, that's... That's pretty good defense. It'll have to be interesting to go back and watch this game and see if Gordon Hayward did something against him or if it was just the defensive scheme because he really was not a factor. Jazz win it going away uh, from the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll, we'll back with you on Saturday against Charlotte. Tickets are available for that before we head on the road at utahjazz.com. Come out and watch the Jazz. The Jazz go to 31-19, and 19, and as we wrap this up, they are still currently uh, fourth in the West, though the Clippers are about to beat Phoenix, so they will slide back to fifth by the time you listen to this. This has been Postcast on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.